Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Satoshi at a time, one Bitcoin at a time. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. And so let me explain that today is Friends and Family Friday, and I decided to take it literal. I have my little bitty ones in the studio today, and we are going to be talking about Bitcoin. But before we jump into the conversation, because we have a lot to talk about, we have tech founder, philanthropist, father, friend, business partner, actor, actor, an award-winning actor, I should say it that way, and a fabulous author of some great books, uh, actor Hill Harper is on the line, and he's joining us today. Hi, Hill, how are you? Hey, Naja, how are you? Uh, we are incredible. I think it's wonderful that you have, I think it's wonderful that you have your family there, because that's in part, you know, I know what we wanted to speak about briefly while I while I was on. So so but go ahead and, and sort of kick it off and then and then we can have have a little discussion. Absolutely. So, you know, we've been talking about the FTX debacle and the thing with Sam Bankman Freed. And you and I, for the last year and a half, have actually been preaching to our community how important self-sovereignty is how important getting into the right investments in this space are. What are your thoughts and what are you thinking uh, about what you're hearing right now and what's going on? Well, okay. Well, well, a, a couple things. N number one, you know, founding a tech company like the Black Wall Street and having you, you as a huge part of that is very important because you want to use platforms from folks you trust at the end of the day. And, and, and but that still you have to trust yourself the most. And that's why self-sovereignty and self-custody is critical. We say all the time, use your Black Wall Street wallet to go ahead and make your transaction. But then set your point wherever that is of your amount of holdings and then move it off and, and, and go into self-custody, but continue to do your purchasing through through your wallet. And most importantly, what we talk about all the time is dollar cost averaging. And, and that's critical. And so you want to choose a platform that is not rehypothecating anything, meaning they're not doing the, we're going to take your asset and, and you can't have access to it for a certain amount of time. And then you have to do this. This is the, 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 the whole power of this space is the idea that the individual can become their own um, financial institution, as it were. And that's what self-custody is all about. But the, what, why? People say, well, why here? Why is that important? It's important, Naja, for the folks you have in your studio right now. What we're talking about here is cross-generational wealth transfer. And if you look throughout the history of time, assets being transferred generation to generation create financial foundation and opportunity, not just for individuals, but for families and communities. It's no secret that the best schools tend to be in the neighborhoods that have the highest real estate value. It, 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 it tends to reason that also the folks going to those schools tend to have less debt to carry as they matriculate through their education process, and then they have a leg up to potentially get 
uh, of future properties and other assets transferred to them or in their own name. That level of financial empowerment is something that has missed our community uh, since the beginning of time here in North America, right? So we often talk about the, the data point that in 1863, when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, Black people in America held a little less than 1% American wealth. Um, today, 2022, at the end of this year, we hold, you guessed it, a little less than 1% of American wealth. And people, when they hear that data point, are astounded, they're shocked, they're dismayed. But here's the deal. We're in a window of opportunity where we can begin to change that. And it's not about me or anyone else telling people what assets to invest, but more about how to approach doing this work. Because the mistake most people make is that they buy in to whatever asset it is high and they sell low, whether it's a house because uh, the housing market is hot and then it dries up or whether it's a stock because that stock was hot and then it, it falls or whether it's a, a crypto asset or what have you. The average person out there uh, buys in too high and ultimately is forced to sell too low. And there's no way to build wealth in that type of environment. So therefore, the way you approach investing into an asset class and the, 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 you know, from long before cryptocurrency was invented, folks talked about dollar cost averaging into an asset. And that's, you can dollar cost average into your savings account. It just means putting a certain amount, $5 a day, $5 a week, $5 a month away on a regular tempo. And that is critical. And I know you have data that talks about if folks would have been dollar cost averaging since day one on your show, where they would be. In, 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 and I think people will be astounded by the number, given all the headlines you read about the volatility of, of crypto assets, et cetera, and all of that. But if you actually, how you do it is just as important of what you're investing in. And if not more important, actually, particularly if you have a long-term, and we always talk about a long-term holding mentality. I like to talk about a 10-year time horizon. Some people just talk about a four-year time horizon, and some people talk about a one- or two-year time horizon. But at the end of the day, long-term holding of any asset is what creates the opportunity to transfer it cross-generationally. And that's why we've been working so hard at the Black Wall Street to launch new features that involve family tree features. Because Naja, I'll just say this real quick. One thing that really has astounded me, but also sort of depressed me in a way, is that through our research and what we found is through the, uh, the data, is that folks in our community, and now listen to this, folks in our community are more apt to dollar cost average and invest in their god baby, in their son, daughter, niece, nephew, than they are in themselves and for themselves. And whether we want to talk about a self-worth issue or whether we want to talk about, well, maybe I, I won't be around long enough to, 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 to be able to, but the beautiful, and even in their church, they'll tithe to the church before they'll tithe to their own savings account. Now, there's nothing wrong with tithing to your church. There's nothing wrong with setting up some savings and giving grandbabies money. 
But at the end of the day, why not do it on a platform and in a way where you can set up a wallet for your grandbaby and dollar cost average directly in. And so that's what we're so proud of. We have this family tree facility that we call savings vaults where you can set it up in the name of a child, a God child, a niece, nephew, grandbaby, et cetera, and directly dollar cost average into that for that entity, even your church, you can directly dollar cost average for that. And so no other platform is offering that. And we're the first and, and very proud of that because if we don't think about our behavior patterns and try to rework them into a dollar cost averaging mindset, we're going to continue to see folks get screwed by the pump and dump schemes out there and shield to the worst assets, buy at the wrong time, sell at the wrong time, and continue to have money leaving our community. Absolutely. And so, Mr. Hill Harper, we know that you are on set filming The Good Doctor today, but if you have just a few more minutes when we come forward i like to ask you about some of the things that are upcoming with the black wall street wallet which you are the tech founder for if you have just a few more minutes you can grace us with we're going to come forward this is kbla talk 1580 in a moment more with Naja roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on kbla talk 1580 and well-being are on the line it's the details that can save lives even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you, and all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions, plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And Doug. Hey, listener. Welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. And the music never stops. Hit it. There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Congratulations to Trinity Unlimited Child Care for being KBLA Talk 1580's Office of the Week. Into your business today in the KBLA app or KBLA1580.com for the Office of the Week. Congratulations to Trinity Unlimited Child Care. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. KC Gillette is the modern man's answer to their facial hair. A complete set of precision tools and quality care products fit for your beard style. There's the King C. Gillette Beard Thickener that strengthens the facial hair you already have while increasing the volume of each strand for a noticeably thicker look. And with daily use, it maintains thickness with a lightweight fragrance with the King C. Gillette Signature Scent. Master your style with King C. Gillette. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And while we have a few minutes, we would like to hear again from our fabulous tech founder. He is the founder of the Black Wall Street Wallet. And for those of you that have been listening every day, 
We are doing $6 a day dollar cost averaging on the Black Wall Street wallet. Now, we have always told you that you collect your Bitcoin or your Satoshis in one place, but you always want to take it and put it into a safe place, which is a cold storage device at whatever point you feel that it's necessary for you to get it off the exchange. And so while the Black Wall Street wallet is absolutely what we call a hot wallet, we want to make sure that you're buying it and stacking, but at some point you're moving it to your cold storage device. Um, and so, Mr. Hill Harper, what do you have coming up for us on the Black Wall Street wallet? You know, I, I couldn't be more excited about what we are going to come out with because we've we've asked folks to give us um, suggestions, ideas to to create features. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing. Folks should understand all technology platforms, every app in your phone, your phone itself, all of these things, all these features are just features that somebody thought of said, Hey, what if we could do this? Fill in the blank. And that's what we've done. What we're going to launch in the first quarter of next year is going to be completely groundbreaking. Um, there were three elements that we believe created the network wealth effects in many of the most robust uh, uh, so-called Black Wall Streets across this country, whether it's the Greenwood District, which is the most famous because of the massacre, but you had Bronzeville in Chicago, you had Paradise Valley and Black Bottom in Detroit, you had the Harlem Renaissance, you had Durham, North Carolina, you had Wilmington, North Carolina, you had all sorts of communities throughout Virginia, you had Rosewood. You could go on and on and on throughout many, many, many places. I mean, think about Los Angeles where KBLA is and think about that district and how robust it was at one point for our community. Three factors, Naja, that created the wealth effect in those communities. Factor number one was ownership. We owned our businesses. We owned our land. We owned our work product. Factor number two, trust. We trusted each other to, to have to transact with each other. We bought goods and services from each other. We actually exchanged. We invested in each other. We loaned each other money. And guess what? We paid each other back. What a marvelous idea, right? We were the transaction, transaction elements between ourselves. And then pillar number three was the movement of money or capital within the ecosystem where a dollar would change hands in these communities 60 to 100 times. Now, people say, well, Hill, that was because of Jim Crow and they couldn't shop somewhere else. Well, for whether it was imposed or not, the point is that recirculation or network effect created a wealth effect. What does all of that mean, those three pillars? What does it come down to, Nash? It comes down to community. It comes all of, you can distill all those into community and we are launching a community platform on the Black Wall Street. So you, right now, when you have the app and you go in there and do your dollar cost average, you're in there by yourself. It's just like, you know, if you're in Coinbase or if you're in Cash App or whatever, you're in there by yourself. And you sure you can watch videos and get educated on the platform, but you're still in there by yourself. What we are doing is launching a whole community platform that allows people to create their own educational uh, vertical, things that they want to see and, and, do, and share, uh, the ability to live stream, the ability to have a marketplace. If you're a black business, your ability to come on there, promote your business. Uh, folks to buy from you, use the wallet to actually shop. So creating a whole 360 ecosystem of exchange so that we can create a digital 
network wealth effect. I couldn't be more excited about it because this is the type of game changer that we need by using the most advanced technology to create the most opportunity for us by us. And, 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 and it's not, it is for anybody to come on there, use, and you'll see people would say to me, Hill, how come your fees for purchasing um, are lower than Coinbase or Cash App, et cetera? I said, because at the end of the day, I want to give our community the best value. So they're, they're, they're extracting the value and keeping it and hopefully reinvesting the value they receive. So I'm so excited about this. Um, there'll be more to come on that, but we have, um, um, uh, our, our CTO was brilliant. Um, our, we have a new CEO coming on who is brilliant. Um, and, and I just couldn't be, it's, it's incredible what's happening. And so we will get to a point where we will offer out, uh, the opportunity to invest in the actual technology stack. Um, we're not there yet, uh, but we will get to that point sometime next year where folks will have the ability to actually invest in the platform itself and the technology itself. Uh, but that's where we're headed, and, and, and I'm so excited. So let me say this, though. We also are the first of all of these exchanges and platforms to, to, to basically give a number. Um, you can call 918-883-4200 or text 918-883-4200 if you have a question, if you have an issue, if something's going on and you need help with it. Whatever it is, we, wanna, uh, we want to offer the highest degree of black glove service in the industry. Yes, and so we're super excited about having you to do that. And uh, for those of you that missed that number, guess what? There is a replay and you can listen in. This will be posted on the website for KBLA. And I just want to thank our fabulous tech founder, you know, a lot of time. And the reason why I uh, actually am calling him a tech founder is because so many times people overlook the fact that we are technology founders. We have exchanges. We are doing a whole lot of things in this space. Uh, and a lot of times we're overlooked for that. And so I know that he has a whole lot of other accolades, but that is one that I like. Uh, to say for him, because anytime that we're out speaking or we're doing anything in this cryptocurrency, in this blockchain, in this NFT, all of these different spaces, people need to know that we are definitely tech founders uh, and we have something to do and give to our community. And so, again, to our fabulous uh, Mr. Hill Harper, we appreciate all that you do. And for those of you that have not downloaded the wallet, please go to your app store or your uh, Android store and go ahead and download the Black Wall Street wallet. There is a small KYC process that has to take place. Uh, that should be on everybody's platform, which really uh, helps us make sure that we don't have any issues regulatory wise. And so again, thank you for stepping off the set of The Good Doctor to share that information with us. And we will be dollar cost averaging as we do at the end of this show with uh, the Black Wall Street wallet. So uh, to each and every one of you, again, I want to say thank you to, you know, tuning in today. Today is December the 2nd and it is Friday and this is Friends and Family Friday. And I have a couple of people that are in the studio that are going to talk to you all about Bitcoin in just a little while. And so we'll talk to them. Uh, but what I wanted to share 
Uh, before we kind of jump in is what's going on with the prices of Bitcoin? What does the market actually look like? Is the market um, responding to our chairman Jerome Powell's comments about the feds and interest rates and things of that sort is the is the market reacting to this FTX debacle uh, it was I think initially and I think and I know that we're still getting so many people that do not understand what is going on with the FTX uh, scandal. In fact, I had someone call me yesterday, just yesterday again, a friend of mine that I thought maybe was listening to the uh, actual station and, and they hadn't tuned in and they just called to see how we were doing financially if we needed any help. Uh, and so I just want to make sure that I reiterate that this FTFX debacle is just like the Wells Fargo debacle. Wells Fargo opened a bunch of fraudulent accounts. It hit their stock. It hurt their company, but it did not bother Bank of America, Citibank, Chase, any of those other financial institutions. FTX is an exchange and they did a lot of other things. They did some trading and things like that. But the only people that were ill affected by this specifically are those individuals who were utilizing that platform. So people that were on Binance aren't having any headaches right now. People that were on Coinbase are not having any, well, they're having some headaches because of Coinbase, but anyway, uh, they're not having any real headaches as it relates to what's going on with FTX. And especially those of you who self custody your coin and were not trying to get any type of interest or any other thing with trading off of the FTX platform, we are unscathed. Yes, this definitely hits us in a hard place, but it also gives the cryptocurrency space, believe it or not, I think sometimes bad publicity almost helps as much as good publicity. And so this bad publicity has made sure and ensured that everybody on this planet Earth right now that's watching TV is really tuned in to what's going on in the cryptocurrency space. And that's really the truth about it. So am I sad that this has happened and people have lost their money? Absolutely. Am I am I um, really saying I told you so to all the people that we've told to take your money, take your cryptocurrency, take your Bitcoin off the exchanges. Yes, I'm saying I told you so. And ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, this will not be the last time. And so uh, even as we invest in the Black Wall Street wallet, and again, I keep it 100. That is not the place for you to store your Bitcoin. It's a place to buy your Bitcoin. It's a place to stack your Satoshis. But eventually you need to figure out how much money is too much money for you to leave on an exchange. So if you get a little bit squealy about leaving $300 on an exchange, then you need to buy yourself a ledger or a trezor. Or you need to download the Edge wallet and you need to transfer that $300 from the Black Wall Street wallet or from any other exchange that it's on and put it in a cold storage device. That is the name of this game. And I cannot express that enough. And you're going to continue to hear it. And uh, as I'm looking at all the different feeds and all the different things that people are saying, last week was the biggest time ever of people taking their money off the exchange and doing self-custody. And all I got to say to that is bravo. 
I am so excited and so happy that the world is waking up to the fact that they need to self-custody their funds because a Sam Bankman Freed is going to strike again and again and again as long as you continue to trust other people with your finances. And that is why we have been preaching self-sovereignty and uh, not your keys, not your coin, as Isaiah Jackson says, not your keys, not your cheese. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great lesson. I am so excited that I'm sitting in the middle of history. I mean, there are so many times we look at history. We've looked at it in history books. We've watched things uh, from the sidelines. But ladies and gentlemen, we are actually living and sitting and breathing in history right now. And I'm excited about being a part of it. I'm excited about helping our community to come out unscathed on the other side and we can do this. I will tell you, I feel real, real, real good about what I'm seeing and hearing in the space. Why specifically Bitcoin? And I'm going to talk about that after we talk to our little people because they were here today and they want to tell us a few things. And so what we're going to do after uh, we come forward with news, traffic and sports, we are going to get into these little people. They're going to tell us a little bit about what they feel about Bitcoin and saving and investing and all of those things. When we come forward, this is Ahead of the Crypto Curve on KBLA Talk 1580. A safe place to go loud, loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. This is a community call to action from KBLA Talk 1580. If you would like to actually be a vendor for our welcome home for our mayor-elect Karen Bass, this event is in the historic Lamert Park on Saturday, December the 10th. Please email us at info at smileyaudiomedia.com and we will get you all of the details you need. And I definitely am going to be emailing uh, the studio because I need a Bitcoin booth out there. We're going to talk about Bitcoin that day, too. Um, and so all you have to do again, that's info at smileyaudiomedia.com for all of the information that you need to know on how to join us as a vendor at our welcome home mayor elect Karen Bass event which is Saturday, December the 10th in Lamert Park. This is a community call to action from KBLA Talk 1580. And so today is Friends and Family Friday. We are in the studio and I have some of my family here today. Uh, I'm going to have Azariah go first. She is one of my little people who has been to Crypto Kids Camp twice. And so tell us a little bit about what you think about Crypto Kids Camp. How about you do that? So, my name is Ezra Mata, and what I think about Crypto Kids Camp is that it educates kids about the Wealthy Marsing projects and like Bitcoin and saving and investing produce and to save your to save your money and yeah, just save your money and don't Spend it on things you don't need. All right. Wonderful. And so what types of things did you build at Crypto Kids Camp? What did you build? We built Bitcoin machines and we built like this poster where it had like uh, side rocks, sticks, um, 
a credit card and I think it had like fake money on it and it had like shells. So what did those things represent? So what did the sticks, what were the sticks used for in like, the past? In the past they were used as trading and money. Exactly. What were shells used as? Coins. And what was gold used as? Gold was used has has um same thing, right? Money. Yeah, money. All of those things were used as money. And so we put them on a board and we talked about how we got to what? What's the last stage in the evolution of money? What's this thing that we use that we talk about? Oh, um we talk we talk about <laughs> we t- we talking about Bitcoin, so uh-huh. yes, we we got uh we got to the evolution of money. We all got startled, you all. We had our fabulous Tabby Smiley just come and look at us. But so, what else did you build at Crypto Kids Camp? We also built um like VR sets and things like that, virtual reality uh-huh. headsets, and also uh, back in the day, people. We use racks, sticks, and gold, and shells, and other things for money. But now we have paper money. It's different. So now paper, so now rocks and sticks are not worth nothing. Paper money is worth a lot of things. Okay, wonderful, and thank you for that. And then we have Dayon, Dayon Mata. Dayon, tell us how you like Crypto Kids Camp. So Crypto Kids Camp is like... A very, very fun thing that you could do for, like, fun. And rocks, they're, like, so they could be used for a lot of stuff. If you're practicing your aim, you could use, (laughs) back in the day, you could use slingshots. (laughs) What types of things did you build? Because there was a little thing that you use your cell phone because we gave you a cell phone, right? And then what did you control with your cell phone? Do you remember? I controlled a robot mm-hmm. and a drone. A robot and a drone. Absolutely. Did you build that drone? Yes, and I built the robot. And you built the robot. So how did you like it? It was fun and it was hard at the same time. And how old are you? Seven. Seven. And you started Crypto Kids Camp when you were? Six. Six. I think you were five because you've gone two years in a row, right? Oh, yeah. When I was five. So what do you think about Bitcoin? I think it's fun and it's educational. It's educational. So let me ask you both the questions. So right now you are on your video games. So how do you buy stuff in these video games? What are you using? You're using... Um, money, like paper money instead of using rocks and sticks and shells and and fake money. What are those things called? The, they're tokens. They're called, don't you need oh, some ro- ro- Robux? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, Robux. Robux. Instead of, so if you, instead of buying Robux with rocks and sticks and shells and um, gold. gold, instead we use money that you earn like paper money you don't use that no more so yeah you can't buy nothing with rocks and 
sticks and gold. And you can't shells. buy anything with paper money inside of the computer either. You have to use the tokens that they give you, right? Yeah. And what types of things are you all learning how to budget and buy? Um, budget and buy inside the game. Mm-hmm. Um, a house, a car. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the virtual world. And so are you learning to save in order to get the things that you want? Yeah. yeah I'm, and I'm really trying I'm really trying to get so I play Fortnite and I really trying to get V-Bucks so I could buy the the battle pass. I never had the battle pass in my life. And I started playing Fortnite since I was four. And it's it's fun, and it's like it helps you get aim, and it's really like hard to win the one game. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a Bitcoin question. So, do you think Bitcoin is the money for the future? Yes. Why do you think Bitcoin is the money for the future? Be, because, like, you can you don't have to you don't have to get up and and go to the store you can just pay off your phone absolutely and what else what else makes bitcoin the money for the future um cash app you can you can go on cash app and paypal okay and paypal okay so the number one thing about money that you shouldn't do is the bank (laughs) the bank takes some of your money from your bank account and you don't know if it's from your bank account, so... So if you use Bitcoin, you're able to see it all the time and control it, right? Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it from our little crypto bunch. They are here in the studio for Friends and Family Friday. We're talking about Bitcoin. And uh, we want to say thank you to Dayan and Azariah for hanging out with me today. So I want to thank you both. And we're going to, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to talk about why Bitcoin, in my opinion, is the only cryptocurrency that is still going to be standing at the end of the day. And we'll have that conversation in just a few when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 old money, old money, new money new money we've got you covered keep it locked to the midday money chain on kbla talk 1580 now, now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with naja roberts on kbla talk KBLA 1580 all right welcome forward and if you didn't hear as Ryan day on you need to go back and listen to the replay but he told y'all don't trust the banks and we are also telling you do not trust centralized finance platforms I said it over and over and over again, ladies and gentlemen, individuals that were in the regular traditional financial services space are trying to bring the same thing that they did back in the other type of a system into the cryptocurrency space. And what we see going on is going to eventually happen again and again and again because everything is centralized. Unfortunately, I really feel that some of our decentralized platforms are going to have some of the same issues in the very, very near future. And so um, as we decide uh, how to hold custody of our coins, I'm really hoping that you all uh, really understand what's going on now. Again, I tell you, I rock with certain coins because I want to actually support the mission of that particular coin. If I buy an NFT, it's because I want to support the mission of that artist. 
Uh, but when I come, when I am looking at wealth creation and what I am going to be able to pull from or take care of my family for generations to come, the answer is Bitcoin. And so uh, I am a firm believer that this entire cryptocurrency space, as far as cryptos are concerned, and again, there are over, there's over 30,000 of them out there. There's more than that, actually, that are just not listed. We can look at what's on CoinMarketCap, but they're everywhere. They're all the time. Most of them will not remain standing uh, and why I am talking to you about uh, why Bitcoin specifically is the only cryptocurrency that I believe that remains decentralized and secure enough to be a base layer for the future of financial systems. That's just my personal uh, instinct. That's what I see. That's what I know. That's what I've studied. And the entire crypto ecosystem is going to go to zero besides Bitcoin. That's what I really feel. And I know that there are several other people that feel that way. I'm just really really um, interested in making sure that our community understands again that all coins are not created equal and you're not going to get the same results when you're dealing with something that is centralized so I'm asking that each and every one of you continue to learn continue to get yourself uh, in the right type of a situation where you can learn. Um, you don't have to be a Bitcoin maximalist. I, again, am not considered a Bitcoin maximalist because I support my community. I support individuals that have uh, products and services or cryptocurrencies that they're doing something. Maybe they're, you know, talking about 40 acres and a mule. I rock with Famcoin. That's what it's called, Famcoin. 40 acres and a mule. I rock with that. So when I invest in that, I do that because I'm helping those brothers with their calls to do whatever they're doing in their community. Uh, but I don't expect a return on that investment. And if I get a return on that investment, I'm ecstatic about it. Really, really excited about it. But if I don't, I know that I supported a good cause and that's the reason why I do it. And so with Bitcoin, I am ex expecting I am totally expecting a return on my investment. And I know that it's I know that it's not going to come in the next year or two, but we're looking at about five to 10 years. And I also know that after this Bitcoin halving that is going to take place in 2024, a lot of us are going to be sitting way different than those of us that have not decided to really buckle down and stack Satoshis while the getting is good. And I'm going to say that because there is an influx, even though you're hearing of an outflux, you're hearing the media is telling you that individuals are cashing in their Bitcoin. As I was standing, I don't know, in the UPS store and somebody said, hey, uh, you sound familiar. Is your name Naja? And I say, yeah. And she's like, oh, you teach crypto on the radio. And I say, yeah. And another guy said, well, I had Bitcoin and I lost my Bitcoin and blah, blah, blah. And I said, he said, well, I bought it and I lost it. And I said, well, you bought it and you lost it. He said, yeah. Yeah, it went to zero. And I say, well, Bitcoin has never gone to zero since it started. But what you might have done is put your Bitcoin in a wallet and then that wallet, uh, you lost access to it or something happened to that wallet. And he said, that's exactly right. And so, again, there's so much education that has to happen in our community, because if one person is feeling like that and then they tell a friend or a family member that 
family member or friend is inclined to think that they bought Bitcoin and it went to zero and it's no more. And in fact, what they did was they allowed themselves not to get access back to their Bitcoin because the right person didn't educate them on how critically important it is to remember passwords and see words and things of that sort. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we're going to do our daily dollar cost average. Time flew while we were having fun. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. All right, welcome forward. And what we were going to do is we're going to do our market update really quickly. Uh, Bitcoin right now is trading at $17,016. It is up 0.08% in the last hour, and it is up 0.48% in uh, the last 24 hours and up 3.4% in the last seven days. So the market is actually reacting very well to some of the things that are happening uh, because people are beginning to start to understand that FTX has nothing to do specifically with Bitcoin. It's just a company that has done some nefarious things. And so I'll just keep it at that. And so we've got Ethereum is at 12091 uh, twelve hundred ninety one dollars. It's up point nine one nine percent in the last hour, up one point two percent in the last twenty four hours in the last seven days. It's up seven point six seven percent. And uh, as I look at all of the different cryptocurrencies that are right now in the top 20, I see a lot of greens. Um, and so everything is actually getting back to where we are or where we were. And we do know that we're going to continue to trade sideways. In fact, I hope that we continue to not even go over 18,000 for a while uh, to give us an opportunity to really stack our Satoshis. And so that's what we're doing. Uh, and right now, what we're going to do is we're going to take out our Black Wall Street wallet. And I don't have my cell phone because I'm live on Instagram. But what we're going to do is we're going to open up the Black Wall Street wallet and we are going to press on the purple circle in the middle that has the two arrows that go both ways. We're going to click on buy an asset and we are going to buy $6 worth of Satoshis today because my motto is a DCA a day, a dollar cost average, a DCA a day keeps poverty away. And we're going to keep poverty away by actually dollar cost averaging. And we've been doing this since April the 1st of this year. And we're going to show you April 1st of 2023, what it actually looks like if you spent $6 a day on Satoshi's instead of Starbucks, which is what I cut out to make this sacrifice happen. And so I'm super excited about what the numbers look like at the end of the day. And each and every one of you will see very soon. I want to thank you each and every one of you for rocking with us today on Friends and Family Friday here at KBLA, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, and one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. We are making way for the D.L. Hughley Show. And you all know I say D.L. is the truth. And I want to thank my audience on Instagram for hanging out with me and my kiddos today. The little crypto bunch. Uh, you'll start to see more of them as we move forward in educating in the cryptocurrency space, specifically as it relates to Bitcoin. Thank you, each and every one of you. This is KBLA 
Talk 1580, the unapologetically progressive radio station. See you soon. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.